The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. You know about this. More and more Knox County women in their mid-40s are dating men in their early 20s. A local sociologist considers this to be a most unusual and unhealthy phenomenon and is hoping to discover what the two groups can possibly have in common. He says, You would think that a 45-year-old woman would seek out a 60-year-old man who could satisfy her intellectual needs. Yet, we see many of these women accompanied by no more than children out on the town six and seven nights a week. One would think that a woman over 40 would know that you can't trust a man until hair grows in his ears. Whatever do they find to talk about? What is it about these young men that older women find attractive? Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your bearskins a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to me. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Now the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
Ghana. Ghana here on the Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Once upon a time, this is a once upon a time story. Once upon a time, there was a man who went around to lawn sales buying things he didn't need. And every time he saw a first edition book of an old blue bottle at a lawn sale, he bought it. And he sold it on eBay at a great profit. One day, he accidentally hit an old blue bottle, and a genie popped out and said, What is your wish, master? And the man was beside himself with joy, because he knew that first editions of the first Harry Potter book sold for $40,000, because they only printed a thousand copies. And if he could go back in time and buy those thousand copies, he would be very rich today indeed. So he asked the genie to send him back in time so he could buy those thousand Harry Potter books. The minute they came off the press, he was going to buy those books. And then he would not only have them all, but they would be in mint condition. So the genie did, and he did. And when he came back with the first thousand copies of the first Harry Potter book, he looked on eBay. But there were no Harry Potter books listed there. So he very quickly hit the old blue bottle. And the genie explained that because he had bought the first thousand books, no one had ever heard of Harry Potter. And because no one had ever hooted and ranted and raved about Harry Potter, the book had never gone into a second printing. And so, and the, and the author was so discouraged she never wrote another word. Of course, there's a moral to this story, and you probably know what it is. The moral of this story is that many men would be happier today if they had never hit the bottle.
Sounded like Dave McKenna in there. Addiction is a terrible thing. I've had no coffee for a week, and I know this. Anyone who's had to look at their email before their eyes are even open in the morning also knows this. Even more insidious is Facebook, which I ignored until it completely overpowered me. Being an educator this morning, I posted a synopsis of, uh, of an enemy of the people, posted on my Facebook page, just in case a couple of my friends were unfamiliar with it. Reading things, well, you know this, reading things like an enemy of the people is part of one's education. Even if it doesn't change the way one votes, it might activate some unused thought process that will... Well, it'll enable one to finally understand the power of dirty money. And even better than the opportunity to pass along interesting things to one's friends are the interesting messages that appear on Facebook from one's friends. My artist friend Wilder Oaks very astutely compares Facebook with getting messages from a trance medium or a Ouija board. Thank you. 
Ghana. And now, if I can get my machine queued up here, my word, that was a little panic there. I thought that was going to quit on me. And we were going to have no show today. You never know. A Knox County grandmother is in trouble for giving her grandson money to buy a car. A friend of the grandson got hurt in the car and then sued the grandmother. He collected because it was proven in court that she was negligent. She shouldn't have given money to an irresponsible teenager. Legal minds, you can imagine, legal minds are wondering where this need to affix blame to someone else will end. Suppose a landlord rents a house to a family of four. Both parents smoke. The two two children often have respiratory problems and miss a lot of school. Should the children be able to sue the landlord for renting the confined space? I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Email me your answer or comments. We do, you know, value your opinion. Must have lunch real soon. Your luggage is checked through. We've got inflation licked. I'll get right back to you. It's just a standard form. Tomorrow without fail. Pleased to meet you. Thanks a lot. Your check is in the mail. Marooned, marooned, marooned in a blizzard of lies. Marooned, marooned, marooned in a blizzard of lies. Toes and knees aren't all you'll freeze When you're in it up to your thighs It looks like snow, but you never know When you're marooned in a blizzard of lies You may have won a prize Won't wrinkle, shrink, or peel Your secret's safe with me this is a real good deal It's finger licking good Strictly by the book What's fair is fair I'll be right there I am not a crook Marooned, marooned, marooned In a blizzard of lies Marooned, marooned, marooned In a blizzard of lies Better watch your step When your old dog chef can't even look you in the eyes You're cold and lost And you're double-crossed When you're marooned in a blizzard of lies We'll send someone right out Now this won't hurt a bit He's in a meeting now The coat's a perfect fit Strictly fresh today, serve us with a smile. I love you, darling, till I die. We'll keep your name on file. Maroon, 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 in a blizzard of lies. Maroon, 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 in a blizzard of lies. Walk on, walk on. 
walk on with hope in your heart and you're in for a big surprise when you're marooned 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 in a blizzard of lies a blizzard of lies Mm-hmm, Dave Frischberg, messing with my machine there, worrying about it. I neglected to mention on the quarter hour that you're listening to The Humble Farmer on your favorite radio station where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Are we broadcasting down in Bath in Brunswick yet? I want to know. Are we going out of harps? Well, I'm thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. If you're hearing me down there, I'd like to know. And now, it is time for a commentary on marriage. As you know, we are very interested in the sociological ramifications of the institution. You might know your spouse for years, but the day you get married, that is, you might know this woman you're going to marry or the spouse you're going to marry for years, but the day you get married... Whammo, things suddenly change. Ask any man, ask any woman. Let's take an elementary and very common example. When you're both sitting up in bed reading, and you, the husband, slowly lower your book and shift your weight in her direction, and she thinks it's because you want to kiss her, well, you obviously haven't been married very long.
Ghana. Ghana on the humble farmer. That's Errol Ghana, spelled G-A-R-N-E-R. And you might know that there is a new way of thinking in this country today, and I think we should talk about it. An 80-year-old man who walks with a slight limp is married to a very athletic 50-year-old woman. You can see that in your mind. Some leaves have accumulated on the roof. Which one of them should climb the ladder and crawl across the roof with a rake in his hand, her hand, to remove those leaves? In most industrialized countries in the world today, the woman would scramble up there like a monkey and have those leaves on the ground before you could say broken leg. However, in the United States, the old man very often has to risk his neck because if she should fall off the roof, she's unemployable. But if he falls off the roof, well, he's still got his pension.
There are four. Gene Harris, I like that. Luther Hughes on bass. That was 1992. Luther Hughes, he was really pushing there, wasn't he? I like a bass player that's right on top of it. I don't think it's a thing you can learn. Either you can, either you can do it or you can't. You can learn to play the notes. You can learn to play the changes. But, oh, I don't know. You, I don't think you can learn to be right on top and push. Luther Hughes on bass. Can you can you tell me why when some people fix something it falls apart within a week? Now you might be married to this person, and so you know exactly who I'm talking about right here. There are other masters of the tool chest, however, who are able to make minor adjustments that last forever in their homes. The secret of these home improvement giants is called the temporary repair. When they put something up, they don't intend for it to last because nothing lasts like a temporary repair. Well, that's the way you should do it. Hang a door with nails on one hinge, you know, just so it'll hang there good enough until you can find some screws to do the job right, and it'll be swinging contentedly there the day you die. If you put screws in the hinges, you know, if you put screws in the hinges, you to do the job right, the door wouldn't have fit and the screws would have worked themselves out and you would have lived with a door that stuck for years and years until it fell off and dropped on the dog. Knock down a wall in your kitchen and put up some sheetrock. The cat will claw it down before you even get around to paint it. Put a piece of plastic in your smashed-out car window. You know, just keep the wind out till you can get over to the junkyard to buy a window, do it right. And that plastic will be there the day you park the old clunker out in the backyard and use the door as a target. If you really want something that will hang in there forever, the rule to remember in Maine is nothing lasts like a temporary repair.
Ghana. Google is a wonderful thing. How else would I have learned that some scientists have discovered how to make teeth fillings out of the same polyethylene fibers used in bulletproof vests? Imagine that. Teeth made out of the same polyethylene fibers used in bulletproof vests? If you're old enough, you can remember seeing Superman catch bullets in his teeth and spitting them back at the bad guys. Now, with her enhanced technological prowess, your average great-grandmother will be required to have her jaws licensed as a lethal weapon. John Thyssen, John Thyssen, Eastman, class of what, 
59. <laughs> I like that bass line that came down there. And, and uh, besides, I got, to I got to remind you who you are. Listening to the humble farmer, for which I thank you. I'm grateful. With any luck at all, you know, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. And even though a man is old, even though a man is married, does that keep him from raising his eyebrows when he sees a picture of a pretty girl in a magazine? I admit that at 80 years of age, perhaps now more than ever, it is very nice to occasionally see a picture of a pretty girl. This just came to mind. i got to tell you about it. This just came to mind when I saw a very pretty girl in a weight loss ad. She was pure perfection in the picture on the left before she lost the 25 pounds.
was that mysterious bass player? <laughs> Sounded like Slam Stewart, didn't it, with Ghana. And speaking of losing weight, you might have heard about the man in the county jail who gained 80 pounds in three months. Ooh. The newspaper and television people have had quite a time with it. But what you probably haven't heard is that the warden of that jail has been offered a job in Washington, D.C. as executive director of the National Association of Pork Producers.
Hamilton sounded like in there, didn't it? Are you good at remembering names and faces? I'm not. And it's more annoying than embarrassing when someone says, I can't believe you don't remember me. I've been to your house four times this year. Well, I'm not alone when it comes to having a bag, bad memory for faces. It's This is called prosopagnosia, by the way. I'm not alone with this business. You probably heard about those people who forgot to list on their job applications that they had been recently convicted of theft, assault, manslaughter, and even cocaine trafficking. What an exciting life you must have if you can forget that you spent your last birthday in jail. Thank you. 